going on, everybody? It's Steve, and I'm hanging out here live at PAX West. Just got to play Mutazione. Nice little Italian name. And I'm hanging out with one of the co-owners of the studio, Douglas Wilson. How are you doing today, Doug? Hey, good. Uh, thanks for having me on. Thank you for letting me get to play the game. I'm loving it. And so just tell us a little bit about the inspiration and what people can expect from Mutazione. So Mutazione, we're calling it a mutant soap opera. So it's very much a narrative adventure game. And what we're really interested in is uh, an ensemble cast of characters. So more than just the protagonist. So you're, you play as this 15-year-old girl, Kai, and you're going to this uh, kind of town of post-apocalyptic, but friendly post-apocalyptic town of friendly mutants, uh, presumably to uh, take care of your grandfather who's dying. But uh, things happen along the way as you meet this cast of kind of lovable mutants. Um, and so. Uh, inspired by narrative video games, um, Kentucky Route Zero is a, is a recent narrative video game that we really love. That was an inspiration, uh, but also by television shows and soap operas, uh, stuff from like Twin Peaks, uh, Star Trek, Deep Space Nine. So shows where you kind of have this lovable cast of characters who all have these uh, different relationships with each other. So uh, in this town of Mutazione, this community, uh, they all have these like intertwined lives, you know, different um, romantic drama or friendship drama. And as you get to know them, you every day you're living in this town, you slowly uncover all the both the kind of like juicy personal drama, but then also some of the kind of darker, uh, higher stakes kind of science fiction things lurking in the background of this town. So that's and so you mentioned that it's taking some inspiration from Twin Peaks. Can we expect it to get that weird, or is it just going to kind of brush against the Twin Peaks weirdness level? I, I hope so. I think it's hard to get quite that weird. Yeah. Um, but you do have every um, most nights where you go to sleep, you get these weird dreams where the spirit creature is implying to you that maybe you can save uh, the village and the save your grandpa somehow. And some, sometimes those dreams are a little disturbing. Uh, and maybe like Twin Peaks, there are some uh, traumas uh, that you slowly learn about that the town has suffered in the past. So there is, it's, it is this kind of, like Twin Peaks, this mix of the kind of like comical, lovable characters with the kind of darker, more traumatic backstory. And there's almost that like sweet and sour mix that I think works really well in shows like that that we're hoping to, to nail with this game. And so uh, one of the things you had mentioned is Kai, the main character, there is, in the writing of her character, there's a chance to kind of shape her how you want in the middle of the game, but there is a definitive ending. So what went into that process in terms of, you know, you didn't want to go the, the branching storyline route, but you still wanted to give the player a little bit of a chance to make Kai their own in a sense? Yeah, so I think, um, our, so our writer, Hannah Nicklin, as she would put it, the game has one ending, not multiple many, uh, endings, but multiple middles. And I think that's two things, right? One, it's just in terms of content, it's really difficult to write a branching narrative that, that gives you so much more to do. But then I think also, you know, Hannah and Nils, so Nils Dinekin, who's the uh, uh, original creator of the world and the visual artist behind the game, so that um, uh, I think had a specific story that they wanted to tell that, you know, kind of ended it in, in a way. But um, as you converse with characters, you often have like two options of what you can say. So maybe you can say something in a snarkier way or a joking way or a more earnest way. So it's maybe in that way, almost like a role-playing game, whereas Kai, you can kind of control how she says things to different characters. Um, so maybe you want to play her as this kind of snarky punk teenager or maybe this more kind of diligent, funny character. So it's more in the kind of like, um, how you interact with characters uh, rather than it is like uh, different, vastly different endings. And I think that's mostly to kind of control the specific narrative and the specific themes that we're trying to convey in the, in the game. 
And so talking to you while we were playing the game, you had mentioned that, you know, your studio, it's, it's a pretty diverse group of people. You got people from all over the world working together on this game. How much of that kind of went into the creation of this game? Because just from the brief time I had with it, there are a ton of different styles of characters within this game. So there's a lot of different stories that I can kind of figure out as the days go on. So how much of kind of those diverse backgrounds coming together actually played a part in the creation of the game? Yeah, I, well, I, I can say I hope that the that like diverse backgrounds of all of us shows through the game, fingers crossed. Uh, Hannah, who's a, a British woman living in Denmark, certainly you can see in the writing, um, I mean, so we're localizing the game to a whole bunch of languages, but in the original English, I think you can kind of feel those British, her Britishness and the influences leak into the writing. Uh, Nils, who's a German living in Copenhagen, brings all sorts of those influences. Our composer, who's an Italian, living on the island of Sardinia, you can definitely hear that in the soundtracks. It's very kind of influenced by old Italian pop music and kind of the stuff. So uh, yeah, I hope those different elements of the game uh, do leak in from all of us who, we have a, one of our programmers is a Spaniard, um, a couple Danes. So yeah, I hope, I hope all of that, uh, you can feel that in the end product, I hope. That's awesome. And so you had mentioned that the game is probably running about, you know, eight to ten hours in length. So first of all, thank you for making a game that isn't, you know, 50 hours long because those those add up after a while. And so it's telling a definitive story from start to finish. And we have this amazing art direction. I, I love the style of it. I love the, the kind of, the, the, I guess, the ambiance behind it where when you're playing the garden, there's music playing as the plants start to grow. What was the thought process in combining the planning of the gardens and music as part of kind of showing that growth? What was kind of went into that creation? I think at the very beginning of the project, we asked ourselves, well, we want to make this kind of like adventure game. But how do we do something like a little different than the normal adventure game? And then we were like, well, ah, oh, it'd be nice if we could give the player something a little creative to do rather than like solve the puzzle. You know, if you think about like a classic like LucasArts adventure game, combine these weird two items in your inventory to like solve this arbitrary. So there's very few like puzzles. It's more of a story. But then we still wanted to add back some other dimension. So we were like, oh, well, what if um, we're all very interested in music? So um, I did a lot of the audio programming on the game. And so we were like, well, what if we let you kind of generate your own um, ambient music? And so you grow these gardens. There's over 100 plants. Each one is mapped to a different instrument. So this plant might be oboe. This other one might be violin. This one might be piano. And um, yeah, there's this mechanical thing where you have to grow certain plants to give to certain characters. Uh, but also, we wanted to give the player their own kind of creative expression to pick the kind of instruments they like and then kind of sit back and then even just listen to the music, uh, maybe share videos of the kind of specific combinations of music they like. Um, and in um, some future updates, we'll probably put a more freeform, uh, I shouldn't say all of our plans, but they'll be more built around the sharing of, of the kind of the garden music as well as like even beyond the, the story mode. So I think it was more just like a touch of like, uh, beyond just the linear story you play through, give a little bit more of that open-endedness in the, in the players assembling their own music. Um, so. And so where are you guys currently in the development process, and do you have an idea of when people might be able to get their hands on it? Yeah, uh, so the answer is very soon. The game is finished. We're just with our um, various platforms uh, working out the exact date. So certainly it's going to be within the next... A uh, couple months, I think. I'm not. I'm not allowed yet to, to say the exact date, but we're we're just finalizing that now. But um, yep, we've already submitted to PlayStation 4, so it's coming out PlayStation 4, PC, Mac. 
Um, there may be other platforms too, uh, which we're still working on, so nothing to announce there yet. But those are the three we can announce. And so it'll definitely release on all three of those, those platforms. Um, Steam, Itch, Game Jolt, GOG, a whole bunch of different PC Mac platforms. And so yeah, very soon. Um, there will be uh, news soon about the exact release date. And so for the folks who are looking forward to getting their hands on this, where can they find out more about Mutacion, your studio as a whole? Where Do you guys have social media or a website? Where do you want to tell people to go find out all that good info? So you can follow us. The website, uh, there's a mailing list, um, mutacionegame.com. Uh, so that's M-U-T-A-Z-I-O-N-E.com. Or our Twitter, our company Twitter feed, Gouda Fabrique. Uh, it's a German word. It means the good factory. Uh, uh, and Twitter, the at uh, G-U-T-E-F-A-B-R-I-K. And so, you know, we, we'll tweet out news about the, the game and stuff. So those are maybe the, the two places to go. Perfect. And I'll make sure to add all that to our notes as well when I publish this. So that way everybody can just qu quickly, uh, quickly click that and find out all they need to know about Mutacion. So thank you so much for the time, Doug. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, and so everybody out there, make sure you keep it locked on the Plus One Player and go check out more about Mutacion. It's a great game. Highly recommend it. We'll